oh, and I'm like, oh, yay. And then all of a sudden I'm feeling bad about Ooh. what I was yaying about. Uh, that's confusing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to Well Shit. It really is that simple. I'm Claire. And I'm Serena. On this podcast, we help you to understand about your 12 universal needs, why they are currently not being well met, how to meet them in ways that work for you, and how to consistently do so in quick, easy, and simple ways that fit seamlessly into your life. We'll also help you to understand how doing so will have a positive ripple effect in literally every area of your life. If you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. So today we are starting with part two of our kind of getting to know you series, where um, in the previous episode, you got to know a little bit about me and about my story. Today, we're getting to know more about Miss Serena and her journey with needs and how she got here and, and, and how the impact it's had on her life. So let's just dive straight on in. Like, how did your journey with needs begin? Like how, like, obviously you're involved in this business. You're recording this podcast now. Like, how did you get here? What are needs? <laughs> I thought you were just interviewing me on glitter. Oh, no, that's, that's part three. Like, That would be a fantastic episode, all sorts of sparkles. Um, but in all seriousness, my journey into needs wasn't as, um, I guess the word would be, wasn't as dive in as Claire's was. <laughs> um, I took a nice slow little journey into it. Kind of meandered there. I, I did. I did a little stroll, a little mm -hmm. sachet, if you will. Yeah. Um, it started with, obviously, with Claire. We were in the same circle of friends, and we were we were friendly. Mm -hmm. And I noticed, the lady's always talking about needs. Like, there was something different. And mm -hmm. once I got past the fact that there was something different, I'm like <laughs> leaning in a little bit and I'm like, hmm, these needs things. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. Right. Um, so we became closer. And mm -hmm. as we became closer, our conversations started getting deeper. And I noticed needs would come up all the time. And at first it was preference. It was like not to talk about needs all the time or not mm -hmm. to make it all about needs. Needs, 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 needs. And it felt, I was like, wow, everything relates back to needs. Mm -hmm. And at first there was a little part of me being like, all right, yeah, like. This is your business. This is what you do for a living. You're making right. it all about needs because that's what you do. Right, right. That, that serves you. Yeah. All I had to go on from like the start of needs is what I learned in school. And that's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the pyramid. And just thinking that that's how I led the first 30-something years of my life, believing that that's what needs were, no. Um, <laughs> and with that, I will say, check out our first podcast episode, Move Over Maslow, and you will know. If you haven't already listened to it, this yes. is the point to pause this and go back and listen to it so you have context. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought I knew needs. I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, I, I learned that pyramid starting in like first grade. Like, I got this. Mm -hmm. And she'd talk and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah. And like checking the boxes in my head and like, self-care. Yeah, I love myself. Like all of the things. Like mm -hmm. I'm awesome. Like 
I thought I got it. I thought I took care of myself. I actually told Claire at one point at the very beginning of our friendship, not even our like relationship, business partnership. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I got this. I think I could teach this. No. And I was like, yeah, I you absolutely can. You may need to learn a little bit more before you get to that point, but yeah, you could totally teach this. <laughs> Which is true. Like you could. Like everybody can once they get it. Yeah. And the longer that um or the more that I heard about needs, the closer Claire and I got, the more I realized I didn't have a damn clue. Um, and the more you realize I wasn't talking about needs just because it's my business, like it's literally because it does apply and is relevant to everything. Because why? <laughs> because everything you do every second of every day is done to meet your needs. Fact. <laughs> anyway, back to my story. Um, so we became closer. We started talking more about needs in the context of how it was relating to me, what was going on, how it was relating to her and what was going on. Mm -hmm. It wasn't this nice to have thing that it's like, oh yeah, bubble baths and massages and all those things. It was like, no, these are the, these are the building blocks for you. These are what you need to do to make sure your own needs are met. And it, here's how it's applying to the things that are actually happening in your life. Like this issue you have over here or this challenge you have over this is these needs and this is those needs and this is how this would shift that. And here's, and it was like, I remember watching like, yeah. like mind blown. We were like, oh, this is not just like a, on the surface, this is kind of fun, nice, makes me feel good thing. This is like, oh my goodness, this is how I actually can navigate all of these things that are going on every day in my life and i have found i was actually pretty good at getting my needs met Mm -hmm. just not meeting my own needs yep and because i was like oh no like i got i have this i have that i have all these things like i'm doing good Mm -hmm. and then once i got to learn more and more about i'm like oh wow i'm disempowering myself i'm actually harming myself i'm harming others Mm -hmm. and i took a step back and was a little like Claire said I mean it was a and then it was like a it was an entire fireworks spectacular (laughs) and there are days where it's still a fireworks spectacular where a little bomb goes off and I'm like holy shit (laughs) where's this been all my life Mm -hmm. so um became more daily discussion just because it affected everything Mm -hmm. And it felt good to talk about it. It felt good to actually identify what my actual needs were, not what society told me my needs were, not what my friends told me my needs were, what was important to me and what really fulfilled and refilled and fueled who I am. Mm -hmm. So after we became, you know, closer as friends, talking about the needs, something just clicked. And I'll never forget the day we were having our our lunch and sitting at the library lawn in Key West. And we knew that this had to, that I had to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And it was because I knew. I had that realization. I was like, wait a minute. No, I need this. And I need to be a part of this because every single person needs this. Every business needs this. Every, like, just... It's everything. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be involved. And then I decided to start in a group program, mm-hmm. went through 
most of the group program and then life, adulting, all of the things got in the way. And at that point, I thought I got needs again. (laughs) And then I realized me not prioritizing the meeting of my own needs means that I didn't get needs at all (laughs) again. (laughs) So for, I don't know, in this point, it's probably like the nine millionth time I had gotten and then realized I did not get this Mm -hmm. at all. We decided um, due to COVID and the pandemic and everything going on in general over the last kind of 18 months, yeah, yeah. um, that we were going to go through a deep dive and I was going to go in and it was going to be one-to-one. And I went through that deep dive and on the other end of it, I just, my life was changed, my Per, like me as a being was changed. Mm-hmm. I came back after a period of not being at work because of being furloughed. As in your other job. Just my other job, context. yes, yes, <laughs> my other job. And people noticed there was a difference. I was mm-hmm. carrying myself differently. I was responding differently. My reactions were different. And it was all in a positive manner. I was mm-hmm. being authentic to who I was, to what I needed and what I knew. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been- and you were actually able to support others better in that in that space as well. That was oh. that was the other thing. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, and I find myself now doing exactly what Claire did a couple of years ago. I'm like, not to make it all about needs, but and people will be talking to me. I'm like, I hear your needs like loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Like check- they're talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> you might want to check this out. So uh-huh. it's it's been a slower process but Mm -hmm. I'm so so grateful that I've gone through it and I'm continuing my journey and that's the thing the needs work the journey doesn't stop I'm constantly discovering constantly learning I'm learning myself because what was me two weeks ago Mm -hmm. things change and that's okay because that's life right well, and it was it was really beautiful for me watching you go through that deep dive and going from, oh, no, I, I think I get the need stuff, yeah, to, oh, 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 okay, oh, wow. And and because, as I said, we, we, we thought that it was going to be relatively quick. We thought it would maybe take a few months to do that. And it ended up taking about seven. And the reason it took seven was because your life kind of ran in parallel with what we were learning as we were learning it. And it was so beautiful to see not you just you get it conceptually, but actually live the experience of needs and get to have the experience of seeing how every single one of them and every single aspect of the red green spectrum and every single aspect of the tree literally related to your day-to-day lived reality not like it wasn't like oh this is like a thing we have to remember because it's like a nice to have over here it's like oh this thing over here these are the needs that are up and if you do this and this and you're like oh my god that makes such a difference like and it was so beautiful watching you understand because you went from not really getting it not really understanding it because you didn't have hadn't done enough of the of the of the kind of program and the actual understanding of it to getting it intellectually to then kind of living it and breathing it and being it and embodying it and that was really beautiful for me to witness was like oh she doesn't just get it she gets it like that was that was really cool to see so i'm curious like You've been on a journey with this, and it's been a it's been a long journey. I said little little meandering. You've kind of taken your time. It's been really beautiful to watch. 
what have you found the most challenging for yourself about the the journey that you've been on with respect to needs? I actually think the most challenging part for me was getting started on the journey. Mm-hmm. I kind of dipped my toe into it and then I kind of splashed in the water a little bit with it. I, I It took me a while to get there. And if you had asked me at the time, like, why, mm-hmm. I would have... I would have said life, I would have said work, I would have, I'm I'm, busy, excuses, 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 Mm -hmm. simply came down to the fact that I was not prioritizing. Right. And why would, why weren't you prioritizing it at the time? Oh, you're asking like a legitimate Yeah, I'm like, I'm legitimately asking you now. Like now, because I know you have an understanding of it now Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't have had at the time. Looking back now, why weren't you prioritizing it at the time? Oh, wow. There's there's quite a few reasons. One of them was I didn't actually think I was worthy of prioritizing my needs. Mm -hmm. I did not. I knew, but I didn't know that I could meet my own needs Mm -hmm. because I said I was good at getting my needs met, Mm -hmm. but meeting my own needs that wasn't. It's not how we're cultivated. That's it's not that's not the culture that we grow up in. It's right you're taking care of or you're doing this for somebody else or you're selfish or selfless and there's there's no self first in mm-hmm. there um i think like this i mean also seeing you at the time you didn't think you needed it oh yeah oh that is that what you remember <laughs> <laughs> i mean like yeah, for a no. long time i don't think you thought you needed no. it and therefore you were like well i'll do it when i get to it kind of thing it wasn't a must it right. wasn't a must for me. It was a nice, oh, it's, it's nice if I mm-hmm. do X, Y, and Z. But once I finally started to get out of my own way mm-hmm. and really realize that the changes, because it was, it was scary. Knowing mm-hmm. what I knew about the needs work, I knew this was going to change everything. Right. I knew it was going to change me, which would then in turn change every aspect of my world, my work my relationships, Mm -hmm. family family dynamics, Mm -hmm. (laughs) everything was going to change and I knew that. Right. And my security was with what I knew. Right. I I, I knew the players. I knew the dynamics. I knew the ebb and flow that I had put myself into, not the ebb and flow that I was creating because it it was what was best for me. Mm -hmm. So once I got past that point of being like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worthy of creating what I need for myself mm-hmm. and I can do it for myself. Like, yes, please. Right? <laughs> More of that. <laughs> yeah. But actually getting to that point and then having the time. Like I always felt like there wasn't enough time and it wasn't until I actually went through the deep dive of the needs program that I realized I'm, I dictate the time in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. I prioritize the time and I have time for what is important to me. Mm-hmm. I just have to choose what is important and prioritize it. And right. that, I mean, time was an excuse for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes time still is an excuse for me. Right. And and I mean, and and you and I, just, just to kind of put a bit of context in here, you and I have the privilege of making choice with time. And that not everybody is in that same place. Like mm-hmm. time is poor for some people because of their circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want anyone to listen to this and go, oh, yeah, those 
two privileged white girls who like they get to choose about time right. it's not the same for everybody and that is something that we take into consideration that's something that's important that we kind of weave through the needs work so mm -hmm. that uh, because it, it is it's everyone's in a different place with respect to me we're not all on the same playing field um and i also think the other thing i wanted to say about that was when you actually shifted and you started to learn how to meet your own needs it was like watching because a lot of the time because everything we do every second of every day is done to meet our needs you were already meeting your needs you weren't necessarily getting them met in, or your needs were getting met they weren't necessarily getting met in the best ways the most nourishing ways the ways that were best for your relationships um and so it's it's understandable we see this a lot with people where it's like changing that when you don't have a lived experience of what it is like when you're meeting your needs that's scary because we don't want to let go of our needs being met but it's almost like this kind of leap of faith moment that happens where it's like yes I know this is kind of sort of in some ways maybe maybe not working for me it's it, I'm functioning with it I'm surviving with it but I want to do more than survive I want to thrive and watching you make that jump and kind of go okay I know that this is what I need and I know this is going to make a difference to me and watching what happened for you on the other side of that was was really beautiful to witness. So um, I'm curious, like when it comes to the needs, what do you believe are the times that this work has helped you most? They're, I mean, <laughs> daily. It's, um, yeah. I mean, really, I have to say there are a couple of instances where it really really just mm -hmm. resonates as to when it's helped. I mean, obviously, the last 18 months, we've all been in a much different situation yeah. than we are used to. Work, relationships, every, everything kind of changed for, I'd say, most people because mm -hmm. we were at home more. You mm -hmm. were together with people that normally you had you know, time away from, right. you had too much time away from people you were normally together with. Mm -hmm. There was a lot there in being able to identify what I needed to get through each day. And it's, and that's the thing. It's not, oh, I need this for my life. It's like each day my needs change mm -hmm. just a little bit. And some, you know, one day my, you know, my need, I need to sleep. I need to sleep right. because it's what my body needs. Mm -hmm. And the next day, that might not be the case, especially right. if I met that need, especially yeah. if I, you know, fostered what I was needing. But being able to each day be like, okay, where am I at? Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going to get through it and do it. And then the next day, build upon that and just kind of taking the needs work and making it. I mean, really making it work for me because right. that's what the needs work is. It's meeting your own needs. It's right. about you. Yeah. Um, also in my relationships, I have to say learning how to meet my own needs has been so helpful in being the person I want to be in relationships, engaging with the behaviors, with the people that I want to engage with, the mm -hmm. ones who foster me, the ones who help me grow, the ones who challenge me to be a better person. Yeah. Not the people that constantly irritate me or um, are taking from me and draining draining me Right. without me giving that to them. I didn't realize mm -hmm. how many people took mm -hmm. without me giving to myself because I'm, I'm a giver. I'm right. like... Oh, I have it. Here you go. You can have some too. Right. And not checking in 
do you have that to give? Do you actually even want to give that? Mm -hmm. And being in choice with it. Right. And I also saw you have some people around you where they were giving, but it wasn't clean because they were giving to get. Mm -hmm. And therefore you were still kind of, you were in this kind of odd, unhealthy dynamic, Mm -hmm. even though they were technically giving to you. It was a. I'm doing this because I need this from you, and it's like it was a. It was like giving one, giving with one hand to take with the other, rather than it being I'm giving to give and you get to make that choice too. Mm-hmm. It was giving to they were giving to have their needs met. Yeah, and exactly. it was almost a beat and sw- like I yeah. feel like in retrospect it was kind of like a beat and switch. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, and I'm like oh yay, and then all of a sudden I'm feeling bad about Ooh. what I was yaying about. Uh, that's confusing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I get confused easily. I do not need any help in that department. <laughs> right, right. So what do you think has been the biggest impact that the needs work has had on your life specifically? That is a loaded question. Um <laughs> I'd have to say the biggest impact it's had on my life is like I am worthy of having my needs met simply mm. because I exist. Mm. Like I always thought I had a good self-worth and like I said I mean I as with I would say most people never mind the fact most women do have confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, issues where it impacts their confidence. And I'm not saying that I didn't have any of that because I very much did throughout my life. But I thought I had a good handle on it. And now, like, when I make a decision, when I'm a, you know, we've talked about boundaries in um, episode seven, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. It's. Getting my thoughts. <laughs> you, you take your time. <laughs> You know, I honestly forgot where I was going with that. You know, I, there's something I just want to jump in with. So I'm going to jump in and then it, see if that kind of sparks <laughs> like what, what you were thinking. Because I, th- listening to you talk, there's a difference between confidence and self-worth. Mm. And a lot of people have confidence or they have the appearance of confidence because confidence feels like it's more of an intellectual thing. It's something you can perform, like you can perform confidence. It's something you're putting on the outside to try to feel a certain way on the inside. Whereas self-worth is something that is, that that's from the inside that radiates to the outside. And I think that, and just, I'm sharing this also from my own experience. I was somebody People would have seen me as a confident person throughout my entire life. My self-worth was through the floor um, because I was very good at performing confidence and putting on, on this kind of outside appearance of confidence. And a lot of the time I was putting on the outside appearance of confidence to try to feel what I wasn't feeling inside. Whereas the flip that happens when you learn to meet your own needs is that you are you're creating and connecting to this deep sense of worth within you that then manifests in how you interact with the world around you. And the thing is, is that to a lot of people, it doesn't look that different. Like um, self-worth and confidence can sometimes look quite similar because you behave in a similar way, but one is coming from like owning it and knowing your worth and value. And so it feels more grounded and it feels more like more settled. It feels more solid. The confidence feels a little bit less stable. And so, and I, and having gone through that journey myself, I'm kind of, 
I, I, I kind of saw very similar things in you where you would have always seen yourself as a confident person, but I saw the impact Like we're talking obviously about the biggest impact this had on your life. I saw the impact of you connecting to your worth. Mm-hmm. And that was like a game, like seeing you connect to that and how that kind of had this ripple effect in your life was really beautiful to witness. Yes. And that, and thank you for that because it did bring me back to where I was going before <laughs> a little detour, a little coffee stop, whatever it yeah. was. Um, as we were mentioning in the boundaries episode, you know, Claire says she knows when I'm a yes, mm-hmm. I'm a full yes. And when I'm a no, I'm a no. Right. And and it's okay to be a no on things. And it's it's knowing that I'm worthy of saying no, of setting my boundaries, mm-hmm. of having my needs met, meeting my own needs. I'm worthy of that time that I never could seem to find. Mm-hmm. I'm worthy of taking that nap, that that nap that we feel we're wasting mm-hmm. time or your day. Like, no, if I need that, that's okay. Yeah. And, and that's not a waste. It, it No, it refuels, it mm. refills. And it's, it is really amazing to, it, it's sad to think of where I was in mm-hmm. retrospect, mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, I, I thought I, I thought I had it. Mm-hmm. I thought I had it together. But I'm like, wow, no, I really, I never thought I was worthy. I never thought I was, you know, worthy of the friendships, worthy of the relationships, worthy. I am worthy of all of it. Yay. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And I, I was, and you, yes, just seeing that in you and that you're worthy of giving your gift of time to yourself that you're worthy of making the choices that serve you with that time and energy. And um, yeah, to see that difference in you has been, it's been really beautiful to see. So thank you for sharing that. Um, So, and I know that the body of work when it comes to the universal needs is wide and deep and there's (laughs) lots and lots of things in it. But if you were only able to tell, to share one thing, if there was one thing you want every single person out there to know about needs, what would that one thing be? If you can contain yourself to one. And because since I'm a rebel and broke the rules, I'm totally allowing you to do the same. So like, what what are the things that you wish people would know? Um, that is, again, a very, very loaded question. <laughs> um, well, one of the things right off the back is that it is, it is necessary to meet your own needs. It's essential to meet your own needs. And in doing so, it makes your relationships cleaner. It makes mm. your relationships a matter of choice, right. not obligation, not fear. It's I'm not I'm not in business with Claire because I'm I'm afraid or because I need something from her. I'm in business with Claire because I believe in what we do. Right. I love what we do. I love her. It's it's my choice to be here. Mm-hmm. It's the you are not obligated, right? Like you are not obligated to anybody. You can meet your needs. You can take the things that you need and fulfill yourself, and then go to your your best friend and just be there because you want to be, not because you're getting your need met. And they can know too. Mm-hmm. Wow, she's choosing to be with me. She's not with me because. X, Y, Z, she's doing this, that, and the other thing, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. It cleans the relationships and it makes them so much stronger and so much more connected. Mm -hmm. It really brings you together with the people in your life because you're there because you want to be. 
Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, obviously we've, we've talked a lot. Is there anything, anything kind of final thoughts, anything else that you want to share about this experience of needs? Because I know you've gone, you've gone through a real journey with it and it's been really lovely to kind of go from the, the, yeah, I've got this on, I can, I can have a bubble bath and a massage to the, Oh my God. I remember that moment where you were like, Oh my God, I know nothing. Like, and in fact, actually when you were like, when we had that conversation where you were like reflecting back on when you said about the teaching, I remember you saying, I finally realized I don't get any of it and I want to get all of it. Mm-hmm. And that was such a cool moment where it's like, Oh, this is, this is, this goes deeper. It's like, it's in the fibers of our body. And how do I, how do I embrace it even more? Is it like, is there anything else like from this journey that you want to share with the people who are listening right now? Well, just to piggyback on that one right there, you think you know what your needs are in the, <laughs> I mean, and I don't mean this in a superior or a condescending way, Mm -hmm. but chances are you don't know how deep-rooted it goes, what they actually are, how to really do this for yourself so that it isn't isn't strenuous, it isn't at a depth detriment to yourself but something that actually fulfills you so it's it's really coming kind of owning the fact like yeah I might not know as much as I want to about this Mm -hmm. but let me learn right and I think that's the thing is that even if you know what the needs are you may not understand what's important about the way that you meet them or the consistency with which you meet them or the um, the um, interconnectedness of people and how that affects the meeting of them. I think that's the thing is there's so many layers to what, to the, to the universal needs. And so if, if you, as you said, like there's no kind of condescension of like, or patronizing of like, oh, you think you know, but you don't. It's more, this is more layered than I realized. I mm-hmm. thought I got this. I thought I understood this years ago, way before the universal needs was even like a glimmer in my eye. Um, but there are so many layers to it. And with every layer becomes this kind of deeper understanding of yourself and your life and your relationships and your work and all these things. And every layer is like, oh God, that's even better. Oh, wow. That's like with every layer, it just, there's this kind of, um, there is this kind of fulfillment Mm -hmm. that happens with each of those layers, layers of learning. And it's been really beautiful watching you kind of experience those grow into a beautiful flower right (laughs) so i think that's think that's it for today um thank you so much for sharing your journey and your story so far um this is part two of the series we will be doing a part three that's going to be coming up sometime soon where we're going to share we shared about the me and we shared about serena and then we're going to share about us and our relationships because we have different forms of relationships in our life um the two of us um and we're going to share about the us and how this work has changed and impacted that um because i think that there are things that have changed for us that I did not realize would happen. And I've been surprised to see how the universal needs and understanding how to meet our own needs has transformed our relationships in lots of different ways. So I can't wait to share about that. In the meantime, we'll see you again soon. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and um, stay safe. Lots of love and continue to meet your own needs. That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe rate, and give us a written review, as it will help more people find us. And remember, the more you learn about your needs, the more fulfilled your life will be. Well, shit.
It really is that simple.